this podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. You would tell me if you saw my dick, right? I imagine so. Right. You, you, you'd probably know by my reaction. Uh, my my dick. It would probably be like one of those dude put that shit away kind of things. That's insecure. Like, it's not like I'm asking you to do anything with it. It's like, you know, put the, put, put the one-eyed monster back in it would be an accident. Like, no, I hear go into the bathroom and, like, we happen to get the urinal next to each other or something, like, public place or something. Right, but you know, I'd have to be looking down. But what if it's an accident? You drop something, maybe you thought you dropped something, and you're like, you, you try to pick it up. I, I, well, first of all, <laughs> let, let, let's forget that scenario. But okay. No, I know to. Well, say, you're pretty sure. Like, I know high level for you. At no? this at this point, I figure I'm approaching forty. Mm-hmm. I understand what happens at urinals, and I understand that I need to keep my eyes at eye level. But what if What if something happens? What if you slip? I ignore it. I Good. try and erase. That's it the right mind. answer. That's the right answer. What's up, guys? Fans, welcome to the Base of Focus podcast, where we talk about what happened at the urinal. I'm Richard here with the champ, Jerry. About time you acknowledge me being a champion after your disrespect last week, after Wayne, you win. I didn't have to just remember a chance last week because I didn't introduce you last week because it was your turn to edit. Let's just remember one thing clearly here, son: that I am the first ever basement champion to regain his championship by beating two people. I'm a history maker. Okay? Speaking of history, I want to state for the record that last week uh, that uh, respectively to both of us uh, didn't acknowledge uh, a very historical thing. You know, the, the, the former inconsequential champion was champion for a long time and then Chris became the champion. And that's a really big deal. So just remember, if you're going to come in here and you're going to maybe guess stuff at the SummerSlam, then you better come in there. you got to have at least one difference or else it's draw. So just remember that anyone has a chance, but few obtain victory. Anything, well, anything can happen in the basement. Yeah, except for like more than five people listening. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, because there's only, uh, at max, three people in here at all times. <laughs> so, anything you got to talk about for this week? Well, is this when we uh, pretend that we have lives outside of this podcast? Yeah. Well, you know, just the other day I was with my wife and we went to a carnival. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a merry-go-round, there was games. I did the game where you shoot water into the clown mouth. I love that. And I lost, but I did try, so I got, you know, I got a lot of love for that. Uh, saw a dude take a dump on the side of a wall. Uh, Coney Island at night, so you're bound to see anything. And fought off a possum. Wow, you, yeah. fought, off, you fought him off? Yeah, I fought him off, you know, because people think, they 
they don't do anything but look at you. Mm-hmm. But that in itself is also an attack. I don't don't I don't know if any of you have been involved in any kind of staring contest, but that can get pretty intense. And uh, I fought him off because I stood my ground. I looked him in his black dead eyes. Kind of remind me of like uh, something out of the Beetlejuice movie. He wasn't there. He was my he, No, he was just fucking looking <laughs> at me. And I was looking at him and he left. Wow. That's right. Uh, you won the human versus possum staring contest. Yeah. Now it's- None of that actually happened. Oh. But it could have. And that's what happens when you're honest with your fans. Okay. But it would have been a great story. But what did happen was that I came up with a new segment for this podcast in order to start things off rolling like regular people talking about regular things. It could be wrestling related. It could be uh, related to whatever. It's called Boo Yeah. And it's what me and Rich, we're going to both, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna say one thing that made us boo and another thing that made us cheer. Yeah, on the inside, or on the outside, or both. So, Rich, what's your boo yeah for this week? I'm going yeah. to start with a boo, because it's in my memory, relative, I mean, recent enough, and I can't exactly think of a specific yeah, but I think I got something pretty good. Alright, so let's start with a boo. So, it was yesterday, or Wednesday, I don't remember exactly which. So... I'm on my way to work. I'm waiting for the train at the train station. And I'm leaning up against a pole, right? Because I know where the door is going to be. So I'm right there. I'm on my phone, waiting to cry or whatever. Train starts pulling. This guy that was sitting, I see him looking in the train as it's passing by. Slows down, and the guy gets up. From sitting with his bag and everything, and runs and gets to the other side of the door I'm about to go in. People coming out, and of course he pushes in and takes the only goddamn seat. What a what an expert! What a piece of shit! I yeah, think, actually, I mean it's both ways, right? Like from your point of view, that's a really fucked up thing. If it happened to me, that would also be a real messed up thing. Mm-hmm. But from his point of view, he's fucking winning. So he's sitting the whole time. Yup. He sees a seat, he gets up, runs in front of someone that's been standing gets the seat. whole time. Is it the one closest to the door? No, it was uh, one of the two-seaters by the window. Oh. I don't know. Did he have a window seat before? When he was sitting on the platform. Oh, because oh, he was sitting on the platform and he ran to sit on the train. Yeah. Oh, like the way you made it sounds like he was on the train sitting the whole time and saw a better seat for himself. No, we we were both waiting for the train. I was standing oh. where the door is about to open. Okay, so and he runs, gets in front of me, gets on the train, and he gets the only seat. Listen, I gotta look. You're my friend, and if we were there, I'd fight that guy for you. But on fucking him. But, but there's said, no difference. There's a difference. It's two different playing fields. Sitting. At the train platform does not equate to sitting on the train. It's two different things. The playing field's way different. He got that seat on the platform because he was there before you. That's fine. I didn't want that seat. I wanted to get on the train first. I understand. So that I had a shot at getting He cheated. He did cheat. But if you're not cheating, 
you're not trying, and I'm quoting you, who's quoting Eddie Guerrero. I do that all the time. It's fine. So, yeah. It's funny, I'm wearing my Eddie Guerrero shirt. Yeah. Well, I'm just wearing a regular shirt. I don't wear a wrestling shirt at all. Um... I'm like at, a I'm t-shirt, at, not like... I'm, I'm probably at, wearing my math shirt. I'm at the point now, I have any non-wrestling shirts that aren't colored. Look, did bad problems to have. Were you involved in the Equifax security breach by any chance? Uh, there's like, there's a website link somewhere. I'll give it to you. Hmm, but, cool. um, that'll go into my shit later. But, so, so what I did, yeah. and now, it wasn't a crowded train. There weren't a lot of people standing. But, to get my message across, I crowded the fuck out of them while I was standing right there. Is that your, yeah? No, that no, that was just my revenge. Oh, that's kind of that's my, very my passive aggressive, and I'm glad you didn't have a knife because I would cut you. I would take a stock. I'm just standing. Yeah, but I'm just standing. There. That's ridiculous. I think running for a seat is ridiculous. You know what's funny? He might not even notice that you were upset. Like to him, okay. None of this. Like I'm thinking about like how many times I've been upset at like a stranger, mm-hmm. and I think I'm like I hope you when you go to sleep at night, you think about how big you were, and it's like, they didn't acknowledge my existence. I first, I was there, it might, it may as well not have happened. Like how I'll make a thing out of a thing that's not a thing, depending on what happened to me that day, or mm-hmm. how I'm feeling inside. Fuck. Yeah. Nah, I, I get fucking heated at that kind of shit. Yeah, it's very easy to upset you. So what was your... What, what, what boo or yay do you want to open with? You didn't do your yeah, though. Oh, I thought, I thought we were taking turns. You could like one and one and one and one. Um, if, if it's better for you that way, you need to think about it. Yeah, I can. Hmm. Yeah, let me think about it. Okay, so my boo is wrestling related, and it's that I watched the Raw reunion twice. And we'll talk, this, we'll get to, we'll go back to it later, but they introduced. They gave the club a stupid name that makes me think of an old show on Fox called The O.C. Yes. And then they proceeded to have this this rebranding of this new faction topped off with being punked out by a bunch of old men. They're young guys with steel chairs. The numbers game doesn't fucking matter. Right. That was my boo. And Kevin Nash is a negative one because as soon as he tries to move, he's going to injure himself. Yeah. So it's like this. And Scott Hall. It's like you go. What are we talking about here? Like I know he's DDP yoga fit, mm-hmm. but I will I will Styles clash him to death. Yeah. And it's one Styles clash. Yeah. No, not even just getting him up into Styles clash <laughs> will probably be a precarious position because that there's no one. No one's ever going to clear that guy. GCW, Backyard, whatever, would never clear that guy. Uh, that was my boo. Uh, my yeah was, I found out that my information was compromised through this fucking Equifax security breach. Mm-hmm. So I could probably get $125 out of the class action lawsuit that's being filed against them. Right, but if... I don't know what they meant by that. It's not like they have my freaking social, but it's like they don't say what. They, it's a data breach. I don't know what's in the data breach. 
There's no clear definition. Right. All I know is my data. I don't know what what it is. But so far, everything's cool. Like all my shit's good. Okay. Apparently, it's happened. It happened a while ago. This thing. If you Google it, you can figure it out for yourself. That's but yeah. Regardless of you trying to appeal it, I'm trying to appeal it. I'm concerned. I don't want you to. I don't worry about things I can't control. Like I can't go back and make it not happen. It already happened. You know. That is true. I can't like worry it back to free, back to okay. I mean, it doesn't work that way. It's true. I might get 125 hours. <laughs> I brought it up because the person that shared it at our wrestling group said it's wrestling related because if you get 125 dollars, you buy wrestling shirts. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, like use it towards a, a belt. It's like eight, eight shirts plus shipping on the shop. Well, or you wait for the sales after Raw and SmackDown. And just... It's like 10 shirts plus shipping. If you do the buy one, get one for a dollar. Five, but it's more likely a 
If you write a good enough review, I bet they'll let you keep it. No. That's what they do. I wrote a stellar review for a soundbar uh, last two years ago. Two years ago. And what's a different company? Same company, actually. Oh. Well, maybe the TV is less money for them. I, I requested like their top freaking one of their top five models. Like uh, I, I gave Melissa five models I wanted, and they were all top five. I just like to think positive, but hey, you know, you're more than welcome to not. That's your right as a citizen. And they're already paying you for the review, so that's what I made for the soundbar review because it was a different page up there. So that was per word. Who cares? Money is money. It's gonna help you. Yeah. Like only. It's more than what some people make in two weeks. Me. <laughs> but now you got more work to do. So I so I have a TV come my way. I don't know exactly when. But that is my yay. Alright, great. I like, uh, I think... I don't know this number. I think I like that. We're going to do that from now on every week. That's how long I got a number of the uh, uh I don't know, maybe... Think that's funny? No. Mm. It's not. And now it's time for fake news about real sports and entertainment. Speaking of entertaining, Jimmy Uso was arrested again this week. I know you heard about this. Early Thursday morning near Pensacola, Florida. According to TMZ, he was speeding. Uh, later detail came, uh, came out and he was uh, driving around 100 miles an hour. And a cop saw him swerving. When he was pulled over, he allegedly reeked a booth and refused to take a DUI test, prompting an immediate arrest. He was reportedly released after posting a hundred dollars bond. Just take the test, you idiot. He so I read an update. He he reeked a booze. Um, like his hands were shaking when he handed over his license and registration. Well, if I were darker and I were pulled over by the police, my hand would also be shaking because I don't want to get shot. Yeah, but he also... You never know what you're getting from a police officer's point of view and from a potential suspect's point of view. You have no idea what's going on. I, that is, you don't know who you're getting. That is, that is true. That is uh, definitely true. You could get a murderer in the car or you could get a murderer pulling over the car. Right, it's true. I mean, ten times out of ten, you know the cop has a weapon. Yeah, ten and times you don't know the guy has a weapon or not. Exactly, and the cop has no idea what he's And if you're do. drunk, yeah. what? First of all, you were drunk enough to think that you were okay to drive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the worst confidence to have. Yeah. I'm good to drive. A late, a late report said that when he got out of the car, he couldn't even stand or walk straight. That the cop tried to get him to pull into another parking lot that was straight and, like, had level ground. Yeah. So that he couldn't say, oh, you know, the ground was all... So that officer saved his life, potentially. He could have died if he didn't get stopped. Seriously, yeah. I mean, any... All drone drivers should be stopped, at least for that reason. For their own safety and safety of others. That's a great... This is a great life lesson. Because it doesn't matter if you get pulled over. It's any interaction you have in life... You never know who's a murderer. Right. You <laughs> you don't know if the guy that ran in front of you to get that seat on the train is a murderer. Mm-hmm. 
You don't know if the guy you cut in front of to get through the turnstile and he missed his trade as a murderer is not going to obsess with you. He can't sketch your image onto a piece of paper and obsess over you. He knows that you at least get on the train at this stop. At some point. This person has no life. And will make it his mission to stop you from existing. Now that that brings up another good point that it's a good thing that I don't actually get off at the same stop I get on. Yeah. I've 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 I had this conversation at work one day where it's like you ever wonder, you know, if something might not be something to you, but it's something to somebody else. It's like their whole life mm-hmm. was rolling with that one moment that you're involved in, mm-hmm. but you don't even remember it. it. It may not have happened as far as you're concerned. Mm-hmm. So that's something to think about. Like, try sleep at night with that one. Sleep soundly. Yeah, I'll just sleep. Enjoy it. I haven't been getting enough sleep. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't stand in the trade edge ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if someone's going to kill me, this is the best way to do it. Just push me your head. <laughs> don't. But I'm just saying, like, I stay that out of the way. I stay as far back as I can. Yeah, when me and my wife take the train together, she makes me seem like this far from the edge as possible. She's all paranoid about that. Look, I don't know who's out for revenge. I, I'm a commuter, man. That's just what I do. I'm like, train coming? No? Alright. So, like, I keep an eye ra- out around me. But. What? Mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you where you keep your wallet. But I keep mine in my pocket. Pocket? Okay. I put it in my pocket. Man, uh, I can't do it. Someone can easily snatch that shit out your back pocket. It's not like you wear tight pants. No, but my. I always know it's there. But okay. my shirts are long enough that it covers. The opening of the pocket, so they'd have to lift up my shirt and then get into the pocket. There's one surefire way for that to happen. I'm noticing one of those. There's one surefire way for that to happen. Was that a super crowded train? And were you a man that was? Well, no, this would work for any married man or not. If if an attractive woman starts flirting, the first thing I would do is be paranoid because that doesn't happen. But I don't know if that's how you work. I I still... Can you say that you'd be fully alert? How come it works so well in the movies? For me, if there is some sort of distraction, I pay more attention to that. Because I don't know why I'm being distracted. Mm. I don't know if I'm being distracted intentionally or if there's actually whatever happened. I think you're narcissistic enough to believe that you're not being distracted. This is a general... No, I that's happening. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. So, when I go to the... So, once a week, different days, whatever, I go to the ATM. Uh, so, I walk up 8th Avenue, get the ATM, walk back, right? The block of the bank, my headphones are paused. My music paused. I just lower it really low. I pause it. I go in, I go in there, I pause. Now it's... I like to be able to hear footsteps. Yeah, I, I try to do that. Then I there. just do a back, I do a spinning back fist. Mm-hmm. And that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I'm practice. Yeah, I just try to be aware. Spinning back fist. I got a spinning back fist. You have to have it ready. You have to have it ready. You better have a spinning back fist ready. You don't have a gun. You don't have any type of protection. Mm-hmm. Spinning back fist. It always works. 
things. First of all, you hit them with a spinning back fist. They're going to fucking think twice. They're going to think twice about what happens the rest of the way through this interaction. I'm telling you, you got to trust me. You got to trust me. Because after spinning back fist, I'll probably break something in my hand. After spinning back fist, come double leg takedown. I'm going to take you down. If you didn't go down from the, from the spinning back fist, which you will, but somehow, you do a double leg takedown, which exposes my wallet pocket. Uh-huh. What? They're not going to be able to get your wallet, wallet pocket. Someone else. That someone else is going to be too scared to fuck with you because you will kill them. You have a spinning badness. They don't want you. If I'm in the middle you of fire the- it off, right? Ready? Uh-huh. It's unlimited ammunition, baby. Because you got, you got two fists. Right, but not if I'm in the middle of double leg takedown on this other guy. If it's two people, you know there's two people. So you have to change your tactic. Okay, one spinning back fist isn't going to help. What you need to do is you need to do a roundhouse. You have to have that roundhouse capability. Connect two. It's like a... I can't roundhouse. Like a pinball. I have... For you, it would be like a round low blow. I have... So you have the shit right there. Zero flexibility in my hammies. I'm trying here. I know, I hear you. It's it. This is... Alright, uh, I'm just yeah, gonna use my awareness okay. as my weapon. Okay. Um I don't know how to segue away from this. The best offense is good defense. Just um just please. I why why did I try? Holy shit. <laughs> it's a segue? No, why did I try to do something different there and you just you just can't play along ever? Uh, I'm taking you seriously. I, it's just not something I can do. I pulled out spinning back fists. You did. When did that stay serious for you? Oh. Oh my. <laughs> you might be autistic because you can't pick up social cues. I think that that's the same thing. I think that's a thing. I think there might be something to this. Maybe you just can't pick up social cues. I generally can. I just missed it. I pulled out spinning back fists. And that's just a serious conversation. You want to avoid violence at all costs, obviously. Okay. Well, damn it, man. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I never tried to pick up you. I don't know how you're going to react. I'm not going to get violent. Now I know. Now they know. In order to get to my pocket, mm-hmm. you have to be in front of me. Because I'm not an idiot who puts his fucking wallet in his back pocket. Because when we sit, you shouldn't be sitting on that. That's bad for your back. On the side. You shouldn't be sitting on your wallet. I will not sit on my wallet. I keep it in the front by my cottage. People are not going to want to go there. That's the best defense. Okay. Yeah, the best defense is homophobia. Best defense right there. You know, I always, I always said to myself, like, why... Haven't I ever heard of someone getting a pocket pick while they're in urinal? Now back to urinal. I'm sorry. That's why I keep it in my front pocket in case that would happen. Because then I'd have to turn around and pee on somebody and right. they'd see my dick. Yeah. So it's like, I can't blame and, that. And can you chase someone while you're peeing? Like you're you're going to have to put, you're going to have to piss your pants and start running. You gotta put them away. Right? Yeah, you do. But like I said, you're still pissing your pants. Because yeah. it's not going to stop right away, depending on how old you are. Right. It's interesting. Yeah. 
I'm supposed to make, I'm supposed to entertain people. That's what this is for. God damn it. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> I'm not getting paid for because you guys are sabotaging me. Poor God. Bunch of sore losers. I swear to God. I'm sorry. Correction. I swear to me. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, next up, according to Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Ricochet was originally scheduled to face AJ Styles on Raw, but he wasn't cleared due to some sort of uh, elbow infection. Yes. He went elbow deep into his own asshole. Yeah, I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was reportedly said to get some sort of major rub from DX, endorsing him as a soon-to-be top star. Major rub. Mm-hmm. A young up-and-comer, mm-hmm. as it were. I wonder how they were going to do that. Would basically be what Seth Rollins would do. The same thing. Yeah, well, Seth did. Just replace Seth Rollins with Ricochet. I, yeah, I feel like that's probably what happened, but. The exact same. Yeah. So instead, Seth Rollins gets the rub. Yeah. Which doesn't necessarily count as a rub because he's already been the Universal Champion. Yeah, it's kind of just a moment. Yeah. As to a rub. He, why did it look like Seth Rollins was afraid Triple H and Shawn Michaels were going to beat him up? It's like he ran into his dad and his uncle at somewhere he wasn't supposed to be. Maybe that's what happened. At the new bar. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't notice that. I pay a lot of attention when I have to watch things twice. Okay, so why did I watch twice? For this podcast to make it good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, homework, man. So, last bit of news, at least at the moment. All Elite Wrestling officially announced this week that their TNT TV deal starts Wednesday, October 2nd. And their first show is going to air live from 8 to 10 p.m. Rumors suggest that... You said 8 to 10? Yeah. That's three hours. That's two hours. Oh, cool. That's even better than two. (laughs) Rumors suggest WWE wants to run NXT on FS1 directly against All Elite. That's not going to work. Are they going to make NXT two hours? Because the best thing about NXT is that it's an hour. At least for me. That is a great thing about NXT. I don't know. Because they might just do two episodes. Like last week's episode and then this week's episode. Mm -hmm. FS1 is not like a main network thing. It's like a like an off thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works. I don't do it. Or watch it. Because I talk about it on some fucking radio stations. Okay. Um, FS1 radio. I don't think it's going to help them. And then it's also them acknowledging that AEW is a competition. Right. Which they should have. Anyway, so and, and again, it doesn't make them look good because, like, why, like, why are you trying to fucking big time them? Why are you trying to, like, take their yeah. spot? And I'm not, no one's watching NXT over AEW when they have the network. Most people have the network. Is it going to be something different that will be on the network? Will there be maybe exclusive content on FS1? Or will there be exclusive content on the network? Will, if it goes to FS1, will it not be on the network anymore? We have no real details yet. But that's part of why it's just a They shouldn't take things away from the network that make it special. Yeah. I mean, I, I think NXT is their um, top-rated show. Yeah, so they should just not get rid of it. That's my opinion, but where do I know? I don't want a multi-million-dollar corporation. Nope, we just, give them, we just give them our money. 
segment applies to all things. You could have put it in your booyah in the beginning. That's what are you doing? I already explained it to you. I know. Like we could do that, yeah, but nothing was good enough on Horizon this week. Really? I'm looking through. I guess it's a good thing I took notes for my two times watching Raw and two times watching SmackDown. Uh, let's see. History was made. Uh, not only do you have uh, the world's first ever female 24-7 champion in Kelly Kelly, but you also have the world's oldest 24-7 champion. I don't know if it's Gerald Briscoe or Pat Patterson. I'm leaning toward Gerald Briscoe being the older one. So the following title changes took place at the 24-7. Drake Maverick was champ with help from his wife. Pat Patterson uh, got the belt after the Boogeyman scared Drake Maverick with worms, and he's also the Boogeyman coming to get you. Then Gerald Briscoe beat Pat Patterson invisibly, because he's not cleared, and all Pat Patterson could yell that Gerald Briscoe was a stooge, because uh, they were both stooges uh, with Vince McMahon. Uh, Kelly Kelly beat Gerald Briscoe, with a invisible low blow, which didn't happen because he's not cleared. Uh, then Candace Michelle uh, beat Kelly Kelly, and then did the most awkward drunk lady spin thing. But it was the sexiest spin I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, you're filth aside. Uh, still, that was an awkward situation. First of all, there's no music. Yeah. And she's doing that, and it's like, I can't. You're not the same as he was. It's like she forgot which parts to move at what time. It's like, fucking... <laughs> I, I'm trying to come up with a random little girl's name. Mother is just wasted. And then Alundra Blaze, who I didn't know it was her until she started speaking. And I'm like, oh, there's no one that bad. I was like, who's dressed like Molly Holly from RTC? I'm like, that's not Molly Holly because Molly Holly is not a surgery person. Right. So Alundra Blaze taps Candace Michelle because... Uh, Melina has a referee's license. Mm-hmm. Now, afterwards, Alondra Blake, oh, first of all, she's like, if you have a problem with me being a 24-7 champ, say it to my face, because I won't be champ for long, and you're going to see that soon. In the worst, most awkward way. I'm like, is this ninth grade uh, play? This is ninth grade play material. Uh, then the million dollar man Ted DiBiase purchases the twenty four seven championship with two twenty dollar bills with paper in between them. And then as she was about to throw it in the garbage can. Yeah, then she was going to do her WCW thing, which happened on Nitro and not Raw. Right. Anyway, then then. Doesn't matter, it didn't happen at all. Drake Maverick uh, pins DiBiase in a limo, but then our truth pins Drake Maverick, not only absconding with his limo, but also Drake Maverick's wife. Now. To which Drake Maverick laments by title, by title, by title, and Carmella's looking at him like, really, bro? And he's all like, Oh shit, also he stole my wife. And that is all the title changes.
women champions for the 24-7 championship that aren't even active competitors. So what does this mean? Does this mean that anyone can pin the 24-7 champion for the championship? Or... Well, sorry? I said it's kind of what McFoley applied when he quote unquote when he unveiled the title. Alright, but I get it. So how come, number one, more people should have been 24-7 champions that were legends, that would make it cooler. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you could say that you beat McFoley for a championship. It doesn't matter. Sorry, should have got in on that. Yeah, I don't know about that. They did enough in, like, Ghost, uh, Wins with Pat Patterson. So what? What are the legends? And uh, Million Dollar Man. I would have did um, X Pac, mm-hmm. uh, Road Dog, Road Dog Hood. Yeah, Michaels. Uh, HBK. But the thing is, HBK is too big time for something like that because technically that's him wrestling, and he had the Saudi Arabia, and I. I don't know. I think they might do an HBK Ziggler program at SummerSlam. Ziggler's fighting somebody at SummerSlam. I don't know if it's going to be Shawn Michaels or Goldberg, but it's got to be somebody like that. Mm. Because so far, I have the SummerSlam card. I have Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. I have Kevin Owens versus Shane. I have Finn Balor versus The Fiend, which we're going to talk about. We have Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Bailey versus Ember Moon. Which they give Ember Moon some edge because she beat up Bailey and Charlotte right. on SmackDown. Was I think that's show. That's not so much a heel turn as showing. Listen, I'm you got. You're gonna be scared of me because you're not getting an easy victory. You know, like she's basically not a punk, and all but confirmed Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus in Toronto. Right. So. I think there's more shit that I didn't get here, but also a highlight. There was no Baron Corbin on Monday Night Raw. I can't believe that that wasn't my yay segment. I guess that could have been better than maybe getting $125. The Ziggler HBK thing, I thought, because HBK was on a Miz TV. I hate Miz TV. I hate Miz TV. And I hate him over the bush. I hate them both. But, he had Shawn Michaels on there. And it felt like it might be building an angle because Ziggler was saying that HBK was embarrassing. He did mention Goldberg, but like, HBK agreed that it wasn't, he was, he did feel embarrassed, but he said that what's more embarrassing is having all the potential, all the talent, and just being a second-rate Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And Dolph Ziggler, it basically ended with Dolph Ziggler super-kicking Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. He got fit. There was physicality. Because yeah. HBK was going to get Ziggler, but Ziggler got HBK. Yeah. So. And that's not a match, but that is wrestling. It is, right? So I'm thinking that could be... But it's like, Ziggler, though? Does Ziggler need that? Unless they're going to put... I think HBK is going over if they do it. If you do an HBK, yeah, they can't. Listen, what's the last match Dolph won? Um, I think he beat somebody like Kofi, like SmackDown or something, like 
cheating or something, like a non-title match, maybe? Or not. No, he beat Xavier Woods, I think, in a match. Three weeks ago? It was something like, because he beat him up really bad, so he couldn't be in Kofi's corner. Yeah, but he's losing all the high-profile stuff. He needs a high-profile win. Why? Because, well, part of his gimmick is that it should be me. I, you know, I am, you know, he hasn't said it, but he's saying I am that damn good. I should be up there. He needs to prove it. Yeah, but if you're a heel, you don't get to prove it. Especially when you're the whiny heel. Yeah, but if you, at that point, just no one's going to take him seriously. I think Kevin Owens said it best when it says, it could have been you, it was, how many years ago did he say? <laughs> but it wasn't you. Yeah, he was he, he was talking about when uh, Cash Your Money in the Bank on Del Rio and then got concussed and then WWE was like, yeah, we don't trust you with the belt. So, there is something. Because there's nothing for Shinsuke Nakamura yet. And there's nothing for uh, who's the United States champion? Uh, AJ, which is probably going to be Ricochet in yeah. back. So the OC. Yeah, like they, they gave us like six different possibilities of what OC could stand for without... It actually does stand for it's original, official, only club that matters. According to AJ Styles in the promo. Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. We haven't really decided which O it's going to be. So I think it's just... And see what catches on. I think all of that is cool. Because you can put that on a shirt. Who knows? That might be what it says in those Japanese characters. Underneath the mask. That's a cool shirt. I just wish it didn't say OC. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like OC. Uh... I have a list of all the legends in order of appearance. Uh, first of all, let's talk about John Cena. John Cena is back. I don't think he ever took his hat off. No. He didn't take his hat off. He did not take his hat off. Uh, so, it's the Usos come out in the most annoying way possible. Whoa. 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 And I'm like, why? What are you doing? Man. They get in there, and then they basically call John Cena out on what he called the rock out, that he basically left them for Hollywood, yeah, and that they want the doctor, and that they want to run. Uh, yeah. He's all rhymed out, apparently, because all he did was like, hey, remember that time you got bug shots because you were drunk? And then, like, Nostradamus, yep. <laughs> two days later, or whatever... That's the second time he did that. Yeah, is this is this the is this Naomi's husband or not Naomi's husband? Which one was it? I didn't do that kind of research. That's not a lot of research. I think it, it's Naomi's husband because it was the same one that got arrested from the cards. If Total Divas is any indication, Naomi is a lot, and I don't blame him. Oh boy, you know that's all I'm saying. But once again, I'm glad Noel was killed. So she's on she's on that side of the scale, huh? The hot crazy scale? She's annoying. Um, it's kinda like I feel like it's too annoying where it can't be real. You know? Because it's, at the same time, in her defense, it's not like he's like the coolest husband on TV. Hmm. I have to say TV because it's reality TV, and I don't think that means what I think it means. Right. You know what I mean? Just to be fair and objective here. Yeah. One of us has to be. Um, 
So, so basically, it ends up where Tishi comes out and they're going to do a dance. But it didn't happen! It didn't happen because the revival came out. And then the Dudley Boys music plays. And you get a Dudley Boy. Devon is the only one employed there. He's an Asian. So here comes my list. Uh, it's Rikishi, Devon, Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, Booker T, Alicia Fox. I what, I didn't count her at first, but she came out on stage later for the toast. So then I inserted her back. Yeah. This so that's what they're counting it as. And also, if she doesn't wear a really tall hat at SummerSlam, I'll be very upset. Has to be a really tall hat. It, she was implying that would be a really tall hat. Also, can, she has to be there. Yeah. Um, so, Caitlin, Tori Wilson, Santino, what's a Santino reference? Godfather, which should, this should be under the blue column, no hoes. No hoes. A Godfather with no hoes is just a comma. Well, he was. Or Papa Shango. He was dancing with Charlie. She's not a hoe. She we is a that. journalist. Have you seen her Instagram? She's a journalist. Whatever she does on her own time does not does not a hoe make. Alright. She's not on TV hoe. Boogeyman, as mentioned before, Pat Patterson. Mm-hmm. And to be debated by Richard Riz, Christian, with his awkward commentary, I even have that. I don't know if you want to discuss that. I blocked it out of my memory. I'm not even kidding. I feel like I listen to the Edge and Christian podcast, mm-hmm. and it's two different guys. It's almost like he can't handle voices in his head while he's talking. Because that's what I got from that. Uh, Lillian Garcia, who I thought botched uh, Viking Raiders, but she didn't. It just took her a while to say it. I guess she was waiting. I don't know if that's the right timing. Uh, also announced Zack Ryder and uh, Hawking as the former tag team champions. Mm-hmm. No one really says that ever at all. Was it to put put over the Viking Raiders beating up the former tag team champions? It's like, look guys, these aren't just your bronies, in case you don't know Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins who's been here for some time. They were the tag team champions. It's probably that because they know they're going to get people watching that haven't watched in a while. So Makes sense. That's what I was thinking. Uh, to continue, Jillian Hall... Sans Mole, which yeah. was bitten off by the boogeyman. Who she was standing right next to on stage and shouldn't have been. Because yeah, I guess. Um, Eve Torres Gracie, mm-hmm. Ric Flair, uh, let's not forget about Sergeant Slaughter and Hurricane and RVD. Uh, I guess he could show up, but he can't wrestle there because Mysterio beat Sami Zayn with a five star frog splash. Yes. And saluted him. So I got Flair, Lawler, HBK, Triple H, Road Dog, X Pac, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Mark Henry, Mick Foley, and Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold! Mick Foley was attacked by the Fiend. Now the Fiend used the mandible claw with the hurt hand. Does this imply that the Fiend will be using the mandible claw as well as Sister Abigail? Or is it Sister Abigail just, let's try this out, see if it goes over, and let's just use a manual claw to finish her instead? I don't know. I think 
anything involving the theme, it's just it's too early to actually tell. If I can speculate, I'd say he used a mandible claw on Mick Foley because it was Mick Foley's finisher. So that's why he's doing that. Um, maybe he will finish like anytime he has a physical interaction with a legend, he will use their finisher on them. Um, but I do think he probably, if he doesn't, he should have some uh, devastating alternate to Sister Abigail. I think you can turn a mandible claw into Sister Abigail. Oh, I ripped their jaw. Yeah, because you could get them into the position with the claw. Okay. And then do it. Mm. That's all. All of this is valid. No, I think when Finn Balor challenged Bray Wyatt to a match at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. I think The Fiend is a persona. I think it's two guys. I think The Fiend might be like a demon. But more like, he'll do it more often because it's a mask. It's not body paint. It's not as hard to do. Right. I feel like they had to like stick the mask in place somehow so that it doesn't move and then you can't see I it. think it's already like that. I think, because Bray yeah, Wyatt is not. smart, so he's not going to do that like that if he can't wrestle in it. That's what I think. Yeah. It's just like, then it's like, so you, you, you come in as the fiend and you take the mask off to wrestle? Because mm-hmm. he said he's a fan, he, he thinks that Finn Balor is a, a, a man who does extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. But the fiend, he just goes into his, like, you know, starts talking about the theme, about how he's not, he's not a man. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's probably going to be the demon versus the thing and the theme going over. Yeah. I think. Or maybe it'll be Finn versus the theme first, and then the demon versus the theme. And I think the theme should probably go over both times. But I remember reading that uh, Finn is taking two, up to two months off. After yeah, regardless, though, I don't trust any of that until it actually happens. Um, just be to throw us off. But it's, I was, it's not real until it is. But it's two weeks, so I don't know how much time they have to build up for SummerSlam. Maybe it's two weeks, maybe it's three weeks. They got time to build up SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So that might not be the only attack by the Fiend. Where Balor's like, he's not, to deal with the Fiend, you're going to have to be the Fiend. I really think that's it because SummerSlam is a WrestleMania level show. It's it's summer of WrestleMania. Yeah. So you, want, I think you should do it. The biggest. I think you do it. I think you do it. Okay, what I'm saying time of the draw, hmm. and then it's like whatever it is. Like he gets beat pretty bad, and if he does have to disappear, he does disappear for a little while. They do the rematch, and the Fiend gets a definitive victory over. That's how you do it. That's how that's how Jerry does it. But he's not a writer. Or a speller. Hmm. Oh, uh, I forgot to mention honorable mentions for legends. Eric Bischoff, Ron Simmons, uh, Kurt Angle, I mentioned Candace Michelle, Coach, and I already mentioned RBD and Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. So that was Monday. Uh, Austin, you know, he came out and told us that we're all, apparently we're all family. Which is fine. 
He tells some cool stories about Ron Simmons. I think I'm going to DVR the show when it starts. That's the plan. You've already fallen victim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do advertise on USA, so. And they have a Becky on one episode. I know. That's why I'm going to watch that one episode. And one of the, uh, the Practical Jokers guys. Yeah, I'm not, like, super into that. Like, I know a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. And I saw their panel at Comic-Con, but it's like, I don't look for it. It's like... Yeah, me but, like, he's the only other one I recognize. I know, it's like... And that one actor guy whose name I never... Yeah, it's like you're just guys mm-hmm. by yourselves. But together, you're a unit. But separate, you're just guys. Separate, they're just a bunch of units. You're just a bunch of guys. So, all I got for Raw. Uh, next week, there will be a Samoan Summit. What does that mean? Well, yeah, what is that? I don't know. Will The Rock be there? Will, will all the Samoans be there? Will they have the wild Here's the thing. Fast and the Furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, is coming out. And the plot has them going to Samoa. Mm. And Roman Reigns is in it, and a bunch of other Samoans. So what better way to advertise for that Fast and Furious movie, get all the Samoans together, and surprise the world's most famous half-Samoan, The Rock. Mm -hmm. That would be the shit. And you have The Rock, Rock Bottom, Samoa Joe. Yeah. You know, so so what? what's the summit supposed to be? They're just I, A summit's usually like a peace summit, but like everybody just talks. So they go out and they talk and they hopefully come to an agreement to not... So I'm going to squash the beef. You know but it was said specifically for Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe, yeah. which I guess that's going to be the SummerSlam. You know, it's funny. I've, I've been, I've been thinking lately. I, I'm like, whoa, what? Wrestling is very violent. I feel like we need more summits where these people that don't like each other they come together and they come to an agreement to not fight. I feel like that's what wrestling needs—a lot of not fighting. It's just gonna be Miz TV without a set in the Miz. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Like, who's gonna be uh, moderating this? Rikishi? I hope not. And either way, it's not like he's impartial. Samoa Joe's the only one not directly related to these people. Right. So I don't get what's happening here. I, I did like that on uh, Raw, Roman saying, uh, like, small island of all that. Was that SmackDown? That was SmackDown. No, it was Raw. Because they wrestled on Raw. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Yeah, that was right after... Uh, I, I use that loosely. That was uh, right after uh, Kelly became the first ever women's 24-7 champion. You better say it with the respect that is deserved of 24-7 champion. Which is, 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 is becoming to have quite the lineage, if I do say. Gerald Briscoe, former 24-7 champion. Pat Patterson, first Intercontinental champion. Also maybe one of the oldest 24-7 champions on record. Okay, uh, did I say Million Dollar Man purchased it for $40 in paper between? <laughs> All right. From Electra Blaze. Yeah, who was also a women's champion. And did WCW have a women's champion? Or was she just there? Why did they sign her? Because they could. Um, I think they were trying to build a women's division. I don't remember. I think they maybe... 
I don't remember a WCW Women's Championship. That's very interesting that they were just able to throw money at her like that. I know, it's billionaire Ted. Yeah, but if that didn't happen, did, you wouldn't have had, I wonder if you had the Montreal Screwdriver or not, if that never happened. Was that first? And that's why they did that, so that doesn't happen in WWF Championship? Yeah, that was the, the shot. Shot around the world was when the belt hit the bottom of that garbage belt. I wonder if that would happen. You know what? I think the screwdriver still would have happened because having the championship on another show, regardless of what to do with it, is still bad for your company. Because this is post Ric Flair showing up as the real world's champion with the, double, the big gold belt. So there is precedent. And that, and that, and that was a huge angle for WWF. I remember thinking, who is this old guy and what is that belt? Why are they blurring it? Ric Flair was happening. always old because as a kid, you don't think people can have the option to have white hair. You yeah. just thought, you're just old. And he wasn't exactly, you know, bodybuilding. Yeah, and, and half the time when I was a kid watching, I was watching on a black and white TV, so I couldn't tell if his hair was white or gray or yellow. or. Ric Flair didn't have to. Be a bodybuilder, though. Just, just so you guys out there who know, who believe he's the greatest wrestler of all time. I'm not trying to disrespect him. I'm just saying. Mm. I'm just saying what I saw. Relax. Yeah. Now, Ric R- Flair was from a completely different era. I mean, duh. But it was a different time. There was a different psychology. He was the greatest of that time. 100. percent Cool. Uh, I'm not here to suck his dick. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to defend myself. Just clarify. Just clarifying. Uh, let's see. What I have for SmackDown is not... Much. Actually, I didn't have to write anything about SmackDown because thankfully it's two hours. It's pretty easy. Yeah. I already mentioned the, the women's angle. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Just before that, what did you think of the the Natty Becky thing? I didn't care for it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't highlighted it. Right. Because it's like, A, Becky Lynch is right because unlike everybody else, she remembers old angles. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, the reason that went into a brawl is because Natty can't talk, and it's Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. So Paul Heyman knows weaknesses and strengths. Yeah, this is how if your weakness is talking, and you're a wrestler, mm-hmm. you should be able to beat somebody up. Right. You're a wrestler, yeah. so and we know Natty can. Yeah, and that's to give it a little bit of edge because it's like already going in. You have to trust speculators to try to make this good mm-hmm. because. It's lukewarm. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I wonder if they're going to do a thing where, like, Natty's, like, way over because it's Canada. You know? Like, Bret Hart, regardless of your face or a heel, was over in Canada. Yeah. So. And it's Toronto, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh! Is Eric Bischoff being in charge of SmackDown canon? Because... In the backstage segment where Mark Henry and Tori Wilson were dancing to Invisible Music, mm-hmm. he was like to Maria, who was like, you know, holding Mike's balls in yeah. her hands again. He, he had to rub moisturizer on her belly so she was church marks so she can keep providing for the family. Yeah, Eve Torres, Gracie was willing to offer her some advice, and Bischoff was like, or you can move over SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute. Does that mean, because I've heard that he's not so much creative 
or something. I forgot what he was supposed to be, but it's not like a Paul Heyman type thing. No, I mean, between the two of them, it, it's sort of like they have executive VP kinds of roles. Yeah, what does that mean? Does that mean he has influence on storyline? Is he going to be an on-screen character? What I would do is I would do a combination of the anonymous Raw GM and Eric Bischoff, Monday Night Raw GM manager. Hmm. What, is that, what do you mean by a combination of that? Whereas he doesn't come to the shows. Mm-hmm. He's there via laptop, oh, okay. Skype or whatever. And like whoever, you could have Corey Graves is the announcer, right? He's the heel announcer. Yeah. So he could be like, hold on, I have a Skype message from the, the SmackDown general manager or the, whoever, whatever in charge of SmackDown. Because like, I, I don't want them, want it to be like an authority figure type thing, but like a guy who just makes matches because right now, without the authority figure, it's the champions challenging people for their title. At the freaking pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So you got, aside from Seth Rollins. Kofi names his own opponent. Yeah, Kofi chooses Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Which is a great idea story-wise. Mm-hmm. Because they have a big, they have a history. Those guys have a history. I'm so glad they mentioned it too. Becky, that's right. Becky Lynch challenging Natalia. Mm-hmm. And Bailey choosing Ember Moon. I don't know why this is a thing. What happened to number one contenders? I couldn't tell you. But hey, I guess it's made the best person win for SummerSlam. Unless you're Brock Lesnar and you have to fight Seth who had to earn his match. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was say, I don't, I don't remember which match it was, but uh, there was a match on Raw. Raw. That actually had action go through commercial. So is that security ending? I don't know. I think it's like yes and no. Same with the wild card rule, right? I think everything should be yes and no. It should be, because then it's not a definitive answer. Because mm-hmm. they don't give you one. None of their rules are definitive. None. None. Strowman oh. squashed a guy on Raw. Oh, yeah, what was his name? But the... Co- oh, yeah, I wanted to comment, because it almost sounded like it was a play on Cody Rhodes. Randy Rowe. Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like they made... Graves say Randy Rhodes too. Yeah, maybe, or it was just a Freudian slip. Either way, it's fine. Yeah, but I think he, was, like he said on on air, he was thinking of Randy Rhodes and guitars. Allegedly. Yeah. So was Corey Graves not there because Byron's dad died? Is that why? Do you think? I haven't heard because they didn't explain anything. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I followed Byron Saxon on Twitter. Well, they they did acknowledge that uh, Byron's father had passed. I heard they were best friends. Yeah. So it stands to reason. Right. That's probably where he's at. Yeah, but I, I haven't officially or unofficially heard. I've only heard your speculation, which makes sense. I speculate, damn it. They had the New Day on commentary. It was so-so. They did mark out when the HBK came out, though. Yeah, did that change? Yeah, Cole, uh, Cole Michael Cole replaced the uh, New Day. Yeah. I would have kept them on all night. But what else were they doing? I don't know, but I mean, it, gives, it also gives them a break because they're not fantastic at that. But I liked Cole in the non-main guy role. I thought he did it well, very well. I think they were trying to help um, use this opportunity to get Phillips to kind of like 
it sounds like a Michael Cole move to try to help him because he, eventually, I think he'd be a good heel announcer. Now that I think about it, Phillips. Yeah, because if you think about it, Michael Cole was a heel announcer, but before that, he was as vanilla as the flavor of the ice cream. You can always threaten someone. Don't make me send you a DM from an airplane. Yeah, I get it, but more seriously, though, <laughs> like he could do it. I think he could do it because it's like he's a fucking nerd. Anybody can beat him up. I mean, maybe not me. Maybe he knows Krabaga or some shit. But I don't know why I picked uh, Israeli Kung Fu or whatever. Why not? <laughs> I, know, I know it was funny when Renee said, uh, hey, he could have a singlet on under that too. About who? Michael Cole. That's true. I don't remember why he said that. Yo, Lawler was garbage on commentary. Yeah. I know that's all the time for you. But, like, sometimes he's passable, where, like, he's okay. But, like, you can tell he doesn't know shit about AJ Styles. <laughs> but he's like this young man. <laughs> I just can't. I can't even. I, I don't remember. Uh, what else? Uh, oh. When uh, Apollo Crews was wrestling uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. and they referred to Apollo Crews as explosive, I always think when people say something like that, they have no idea what to say. There's yeah. nothing to this character. I, I had a thought. What if we're saying, everyone's saying his name wrong, and it's a boy, though? I don't know about that, <laughs> but it's a good theory. I'd run with it. It's a terrible theory. You gonna put chicken feathers on him or something? Yeah. Jerk off? A boy, your cruise. That's what I thought. It is. <laughs> you said it. I did. You might edit it out so you can make yourself look cool. But if it was me, I'd just leave uh, it. I wouldn't give a shit. Uh, I'm married, right. bitch. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. Um, another Ali backstage promo. I, I mean, I, the I think it's literally backstage. He's sitting on the stairs. Yeah, and he was. them before they open the doors. Probably. Um, He's I have, annoying. My note here says, good promo, but it has to be acted upon soon. Yeah, he's just talking. It's not like he's Aleister Black, where he's saying... Pick a fight with me yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Well, he said he's going to be the WWE champion. And now it's time to start, maybe, I don't know, have a match. Maybe he might still be hurt. Doing this keeps him in. We're, we're talking about him. It's true. It's just, and yet, a conversation on this podcast that happens to be about wrestling. It's more specifically WWE. That's what we're doing here. Well, yeah. In case I was like. You guys don't talk about the New Japan or the ROHNGPJW DVD, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't... I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I gotta... Fo- we gotta focus on the one thing we're good at, passively. Comedy. Here. I know jokes. You do. I know some jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Trish Stratus vs. Charlotte. Trish Stratus loses, right? Yeah. It, it'll be... I hope it's a good match. If this is the match. Yeah. Or just be an F with. Who knows? I liked SmackDown the main event. I like the... Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens? Yeah, I like the trash dog and I like that, you know... The big dog and the cake boss? Yeah, th- that they're like both faces, but they're like, I'll... Do you think you can kick my ass? I'll kick your ass. And then... Because it's wrestling? Yeah. It's like, you're going to kick the other guy's ass. 
Yeah. But then they decided there's a sweeter acid on the cake. I use that term very loosely. Very loose. It was probably very loose, but they kicked Shane McMahon's ass. Yeah. In probably one of the most predictable main events ever, where he's like, before he even names Elias uh, the timekeeper, mm-hmm. I say he's the timekeeper. Yeah. That's not good. Because <laughs> he can keep time because he's a mu- musician. They're good at that. Yeah, actual musicians are. He is. He is, but his last album, his first album, his only album, was passable. In that, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, because had he not been a WWE superstar, Mm -hmm. I I would think it's complete shit. But because he's a WWE superstar, you get extra points in my book for being able to craft a song as good or as bad as it was, and follow through with it. Yeah, the thing is, like, it's not about... He didn't promote it enough, enough I feel. Maybe, but it's not, it's not about the, the, the CD, the album. It's about the performance, the live... That's what you really get to experience a lives. If I were him, I would be talking about it all the time. No matter what place it would be on the iTunes chart, mm-hmm. I would say it. I would say uh, six weeks straight over at 2,422 on the iTunes chart my album is... Mm-hmm. Which is more than I can say to you people. Right. You know? You gotta run with that shit. So that's like, what are we doing here? I you had like, an album, though. I, I, I feel like the recording process stifles the creativity of it because, like, when you say it locks it in, and, like, you feel compelled to, like, when you go live to play the same song, then you have to play it exactly the same way, and do the exact same words. But Elias' true talent lies in his improbability in that like he can go out and write a song right off the top of his head. Elias, if you're listening, we need to release the the album on vinyl and push that to all those hipsters out there. Right. Because I what I do recall from vinyl is it does have a warmer sound. I don't yes. know how to describe it, but I remember as a child we had a, a record player in the house <laughs> and I don't remember what garbage song was on it. Not to be confused with the band Garbage, because this is before they were a thing that I could have ever, probably. But it was like, this is a warm sound. Because this is close to when they record in the studio. Right, plus the history. Yeah. And they, and they should uh, do a promotion. Buy an album. One of my big self discards it has. It has to be an Elias. Uh, what would Elias do? So, yes. so I have to say WWD. Or, or Welcome to Lies. Yeah. But it has to be like embedded into the design where you don't see it unless you're looking for it. I still didn't get that What Would Elias Do band. I wonder if I could get it on a shop still. I'm going to try to find it. They were a band. A band. Oh. That you wear on uh, the wrist of wrist sorry. band. Sorry. Yeah. Now... I'm a little disappointed that there was no interaction between Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I really thought they were going to do uh, Austin stuns uh, Shane, and then Kevin Owens stuns Sh- uh, Vince McMahon, or vice versa, mm-hmm. or something cool like that. But I think them keeping Vince off TV is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Actually, phasing out the McMahons in general would be a great idea. Yeah. Like, off TV for a little while. I'll never... You think Ronda Rousey's gonna show up at SummerSlam? I don't want to hear that name. 
You think Ronda Rousey going to show up at SummerSlam? Do I think? I don't know. I think I need a little more time. I think she will. To see where the angle goes. Um, Personally, I think she will. It, make, it makes sense for the whole Natty thing. That's the only way I see it happening. If she just shows up and, like, it's a DQ or whatever, and then you get a triple threat match. And then Ronda Rousey turns on Natalia, beats her, and she wins the Raw, wins back the Raw Women's Championship. She doesn't beat Becky. Hmm. And then they can, Becky can chase until Mania or something. I don't care. Do whatever you want. I don't know. I feel like Becky should hold up a little longer. Maybe have Ronda come back for a Survivor Series. Or maybe have Ronda come back. Have it not be, have her not be part of the match, maybe come back after the match and point to a fucking Survivor Series time some bullshit. It's gonna be the four horsewomen. Wait, how many people do you need? It's a six man, right? For Survivor Series? No, it's, it's usually um, two, four, and four, five, and five. So you could do the four, four horsewomen mm-hmm. versus the four horsewomen. Yeah, a Survivor Series. Assuming Sasha comes back by then. The rumors are that she will be back by then, but she's coming back. Because otherwise they can just lock her in. Like for the time that she's supposed to, mm-hmm. or whatever, and just screw her over. Yeah, but you know what? Right now she's just chilling, and I don't know if she's getting paid by WWE at the moment, but... I don't know how contracts work. Mm-hmm. But she's still not getting to do what she loves to do. That's enough. If she's as passionate as she says she is in her tweets and stuff like that, and doing this mess to get her point across, then I would hope so. That, you know, that carries weight. Yeah, I think that, I think that's, uh, the theme of this, uh, whole protest, whatever it is, that I hope it's worth it. Do you think Sasha Banks Talks while clapping her hands to make a point. Yeah. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I really wish she wouldn't do that. You said that about Bianca Belair earlier. Yeah, I hate that. It really bothers me. Because I imagine it being towards me, and I would not like that. It's uh, pretty... Uh, you got to put yourself in there. Yeah. Paulo Cruz versus Shisuke Nakamura. What's your what's your make on that? Nakamura's still rocking the Carmen Sandiego jacket that he has there. Right. You should get the hat. With a hat, too. I'd like to see Cruz and Shinsuke get more time, but I like it. I think he'd have just the right amount of time. But he's still a smiling idiot to me, so let's, <laughs> let's stop that shit. He, he's gotten a little better with that. I need to know who Apollo Cruz is. I need to know where he's from. I need to know his motivation. They should tell his story. His freaking... Dad moved, moved the family here when he was like four or five or something from Africa and living the dream. That's a very common story. That's most of the people that live in America. Why doesn't this resonate with you? I'm not saying it doesn't, it actually does. It does? Well, I mean, does it? I don't have that experience. I'm saying it's like, a, like an attorney. I know, right? But. You know you're under oath, right? Yeah, when, just, when I hit record, uh, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't you sworn in. Contract. Oh, well, fucking too late now. I, 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 
Okay, so I'm fast. Um, well, it doesn't resonate with me specifically because I don't have that experience. Both my parents were born here. Um, it's a good story. It's, it's a story actually similar to Kofi Kingston's. His family wait, was wait, here when whoa. he was very young. From where? Kofi's family moved from Ghana. That's not Jamaica. You're correct. Are you trying to say that Randy Orton was right? Yeah. He was Jamaican. Do you think, and this is in a segue back to the Samoa Summer, do you think Samoa Joe is going to talk shit about the Drunken Uso? Yeah. That they have one thing in common with the Hardy Boss. <laughs> the only thing you have in common with the Hardy Boys is blood alcohol content. Yeah, it'll be something like that. Well, like you're a screw up or yeah. whatever. Oh, that'd be I, so good. I like that Joe's insults are usually real. Yeah. And, but that. Um, How he feels? Yes. But, they're said in a matter that, it's not like, yeah, you're a drunk. It's like, no. That he thinks about how to present it. He knows how to use words. White man, rich man words. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're very complicated sentences. I like that. Allow me to educate you, or whatever. And then he does it, and then you're like, wow, there's a brain inside that giant Samoan skull. He's such a good dude. Yeah. Well, I got nothing else, really, to... Aside from, uh, Drew McIntyre, I fucking the shit out of Tori Wilson. Oh, I missed that. The, there was the bit where, uh, Tori Wilson, Alicia Fox, and Caitlin. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Santino was there, oh, and he pulled out the, the cobra. He pulled out his cobra. And then Drew walked over there, and he's just staring a fucking hole into Tori Wilson, and he's like, Legends. And he turns, and he walks out there to beat the shit out of Cedric Alexander. Yeah. It's great. It's like, it's like, uh, he got, he got so hard and fucking invigorated by staring at Tori Wilson, that he was able to fucking wreck house. And it not, in a not match. A not match. The match that was done. A not match against poor Cedric, who, you know, got what he deserved after uh, getting that little uh, schoolboy victory over Drew that other week. Mm-hmm. Remember when he beat him? Yeah. I was like, wow. Why are you going with that one? No. <laughs> I believe you, though. Good, you should, because it's the truth. <laughs> it's the true, true, I tell you. I trust your memory more than mine. You should. I told you that. You did. I told you that off air. Yeah, I remember that. I think that was in text. Today. Yesterday. That was my second choice. It was because we were talking about WWE Supercard, mm-hmm. where I said oh, yeah, yeah. that you get a lot of... By the way, they stopped when I moved up the freaking ladder. Yeah, I haven't gotten freaking a single popcorn. I'm at Arena 52, so you stopped getting Ultimates, which was making me very upset. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're not going to give me Ultimates that might give me popcorn... I have nothing to say to you, because I'm just getting a bunch of shitty enhancements and Titan cards when the range is tightened to WrestleMania 34, which is all useless to me, but that's neither here nor there. Did I tell you, I didn't tell my Supercard story on air, but I was at work, and we were talking about Supercard, and he was telling me, he's like, oh, I got all these cards, this is my friend, I like him a lot, and he's like, 
I got these monster cards, man. So strong. And talk about the SummerSlam cards, the Ric Flair and the Charlotte Flesh SummerSlam card, 2018 card. I'm like, yep, that's really cool, man. Check this out. I take my phone out, I show my team, and he's like, hold on, wait, you gotta do the sound thing. I, I didn't, I, I didn't want to do it like that. I wasn't done. So I was like, so I go in, I show him numbers on the card, and it was like, you know how, like a speedometer, like the numbers, they keep going, and it just like resets because the numbers are too high. Mm-hmm. It looked like that happened in his mind. Huh. It was like, duh, 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 duh. Bro. And I'm like, he's like, man, I can't fuck with those cars, man. Mm-hmm. Those are ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, man, cash crazy. But, um, you know, but I mean. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the current tier. I yeah, still I thought you played all the time. Yeah. I thought you played all the time. What happened? And it's like, no, I don't really have time. It's like, why didn't you say that before? I would have done this. Yeah, right. I have a pang of guilt for this showing off that I'm doing, but not really. Like, why did he even bring it up? Let's just have a conversation. To show off his cards. That's probably why he brought it up. You see, I, I equate that to me talking to a youngster about Fortnite. Like, yeah, I play Fortnite. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, like, how many ones? No. But he oh, is oh, a youngster. Oh, you haven't won any games yet? So, yeah, you'll, like, no. Ever. I work with people that are still in their 20s. Ah, uh, so do I. Yeah. I know, there's two people I know specifically that are in their 20s. Yeah, good dude, really good dude. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Um, that's all that I gotta say about Supercard. And that I'm trying to get the Bankulance Last Man Sand card. Which, right now, I'm like sitting in the 5,000s, mm-hmm. and it keeps reminding me that I got as high as 2,000. Like, that's every time. Yeah, because the like, it'll say, stay within this range, but before that, it shows me at where I was, and then it just, it's flipping up as if I'm going higher, but I'm not. Yeah. It gets harder, because I don't have that many categories in college for the last man standing for me. Because it's like, I could lose. Because my weakest cards is an Andre Giant WrestleMania mm-hmm. event card, and a Rey Mysterio WrestleMania event card. Those are my weakest cards. Everything else is category though. Because mm-hmm. I put Goldberg in the momentum slot because he's like heroic. He's like half heroic so that means like he could kind of beat weaker cataclysm cards because he's in the momentum slot. Yeah. Alright, so before everybody tunes off, is it time for me to do the thing? It is time for you to do Alright, if you want to check out the Basement Bookers any further, head over to the Basement Bookers Facebook page. I got a cool video where uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are talking, and they're like, uh, how Mandy's like, I totally told Shane McMahon that the Iconics were making fun of what Kevin Owens did to him, and now we got, and we have a, a, a title match on SmackDown next week, to which Sonya says, so if we win the match, we get a title match? Something like that is pretty fucking funny. Yeah. And then also a picture of the, re- it's a reaction shot after John Cena mentions that Hulk Hogan will be in the, in the building. You don't want, you don't want to miss that. Go to Basement Bookers Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Basement Bookers. You have Basement Bookers on Twitter, uh, Richter is on Twitter, uh, Basement Jar on Twitter, um, and we're on s- we're on Google Play Podcast. Wherever 
wherever you get podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Not, I don't know about Spotify. Stitcher on there. Uh, oh, Facebook with a Gmail. You want to shoot us a Gmail? Uh, what was your favorite uh, moment at the uh, Raw Reunion? Did you like the Raw Reunion? Do you have a yay boo to share? I mean, that's a lot of people's weeks to care about, but yeah, if you want, we can do that too, and Rich will read those. I'll read whatever I feel is interesting. Yeah, well, usually, you get, we get a lot, we get an updated with a lot of spam, so we're gonna try to find you in there. Uh, no, I still don't want car insurance, <laughs> and I don't have a mortgage. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, thanks for listening, whoever listens, whenever listening. Uh, at least one five-star review on anything would be cool. Uh, just remember that the Bachelor of Life is getting one fall, and you should make it count. You can do what the man says. Uh, follow the bookers if you want. If not, that's cool too. But we'd be really appreciative if you could do that. That would be the best.